Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks. My name is Mike Hensley and I'm your host. And today we are having season two, episode 28, Halloween. And I'm super excited about this one because this is our second Halloween episode of the entire podcast. Yes. And it's not 28, it's 29. I lied. So the cool thing about this one is we're going to, you. none of you are prepared for this. Nope. <laughs> Everybody with the most confidence is like, nope, sorry. Um, we so usually have laptops and paper in front of us. It's only you that has that. So only Mike. this time we're going to be talking about, well, I think Molly has a little bit of a, because she actually sparked the idea in my mm. head to talk about um, kind of death. We're going to mm -hmm. talk about death. <laughs> so... <laughs> I gave Cheryl a weird look too. So um, you did. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about animal death more than human death. Maybe a little bit of human death, mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to be talking mostly about um, what animals do, how they mourn, and how they have like their own kind of like funerals. It's kind of mm -hmm. weird. Yeah, like rituals. Yeah. And yeah. Have you practices. so before we get into this? There's one that I didn't include in the podcast, but I remember seeing a video about it. Have you ever seen when turkeys, like? Wild turkeys will circle. I showed the rest of them the video I, yes. uh, two weeks ago mm -hmm. of them yes. circling a dead cat in the road. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like, and it's not even there. Like, it's not even one of them. They just right. circle it continuously. It's like, creepy. Mm, very generally creepy. mourning death. If I ran into that in real life, I would be spooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you like, think something bad's going to happen. Like, here it is. This is where I die. Well, or, in this video, it was the dead cat in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then these wild turkeys are making these this perfect circle, mm. and they're all going in the same direction, mm -hmm. just Marching. around and around and around. Like that's like, the kind of stuff on? you see in like creepy TV shows and movies. Mm -hmm. That's what you see. So, um, do you guys think that um, animals um, kind of mourn? Do you think animals mourn? I think some do. Yeah, depends can, on the species. Can you think of any that might? Don't oh, elephants. Yeah, elephants are one of them. Yeah. Any other ones? Like dogs. primates do. A lot of primates yeah. do. Um, Very emotional. And um, dogs, I think. Dogs do. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think, house sparrows don't really mourn, but like, have you ever seen them when one dies? They'll just like try to peck it and Aww. pick it up and move it and like, Aww. like it's alive kind of sort yeah. of. Yeah. Magpies are similar. Yes, in that way. that's one. Yeah. Aww. Yep. So one of the ones, the first one we'll talk about is baboons. So primates and when baboons experience loss, what they'll do is, especially if it's like their infant, they'll carry that thing around for mm. months, mm. Right? like three, like the most has been like three months, mm. basically until it no longer can stay intact, mm -hmm. which is kind of creepy, but also like, I guess I understand. Mm -hmm. um, and then chimps are another one. They do the same thing. Um, the only difference is, is they'll try to like continue to feed there's oh. not just carrying it around which is a little bit strange and then elephants definitely um elephants not only mourn but they do like a it's not a burial but they like protect the bones of elephants mm. for like a really long time like mm. months and months and months and sometimes years afterwards they'll like be a lookout for like mm -hmm. these bones of their deceased oh, friends wow. or relatives so i was a little surprised at that one um Tons of monkeys. The the longer the langer monkey. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Langer, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Martin's probably seen it. Um, I haven't. <laughs> so when the monkey falls to the ground uh, and a monkey thinks that it's dead, 
um, they all had gathered around this monkey and they were hugging it and comforting it and like trying to protect it. Mm -hmm. Like, and like, and I thought that was a bit strange. So, and then somebody had sent something. I can't remember if it was Kippy or somebody, one of you sent something about the crows. Who was it? Oh, the, the podcast. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. There's like a whole like episode on just Mm -hmm. crows. That was pretty wild. So, and then we have Molly, you said the magpies. Mm -hmm. So they do, which unfortunately we don't have that beautiful bird here. Um, but they do that kind of pecking and like, they'll pick up an entire bird and like move it like Mm -hmm. to an area where there are other birds too, which I thought was a bit strange. Um, I read that they like collect grass and they'll like toss grass on it. Yeah. Like they're, I don't know, like a gift or like there's no like evidence of like why, but they, it's like a ritual that they do. Keeping, Hmm. keeping the smell down. Cover them a little bit. (laughs) Keeping the smell down. Probably. (laughs) Um, If it was pine needles, it would definitely be to keep the the smell down. But this was, that was a little bit um, a sad way to start it, but we'll start off, we'll not start off, we'll finish off with a little bit more of like an exciting thing Mm. um, and kind of cool to talk about. Animal zombies. Mm. Anybody familiar with any animal zombies? I like caterpillars. Like they'll they'll get parasitized by something. Like a wasp. Yeah. yeah, And then they'll come back to life. I watched some of those documentaries of fungi mm-hmm. that um will infect an ant or something and they'll make their way up to the top of a plant and then they the mushroom or fungi inside it will spore from the ant yeah and Crazy. then on the wasp podcast we had talked about um the they look like little tic tacs <clears throat> on the caterpillars so that that's, that's what they cool. are they, they don't look <laughs> like tic tacs <laughs> they, they, they are tic tacs are tic tacs do not eat those, everyone. <laughs> Do not eat those. They will not freshen your breath. No. I promise you. <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> that one was a little creepy. All right. So animal zombies. So there's this Costa Rican female parasitoid wasp, and it completely takes over a host spider, which this is a reoccurring theme we see with um, the spider um parasitoid wasp relationship in many areas of the world so they'll lay their eggs inside of the spider's abdomen and the newly hatched larva not only feeds off the spider by sucking its blood but it also injects a chemical that makes the spider build a special web so that this spider so that the web is strong enough to hold the wasp cocoon until the larva reaches maturity wow wow that's a lot like like it Mm. rewired its brain everything. It, it's, yeah. it's everything yeah all while feeding on it long enough so that mm. it can stay alive yeah that's insane it's trippy mm. in a similar vein there are some parasites that infect fish that affect their um, ability to like swim away from a predator so that that fish is more likely to get eaten by a heron or a duck or something mm-hmm. and then that parasite can then complete its life cycle by going through the digestive system of that predator. That's unbelievable. So have you seen those? I forget what they're called. Just when Martin said uh, fish, it made me think yeah. of it. The ones that latch onto the fish's tongue. The, um, the mm-hmm. isopod, the parasit- parasitic isopod of... Um, yeah. Yeah, those weird fish. So yeah. fishermen find them and 
now with everybody having a camera and they're a pretty good high quality camera, they're starting to take these pictures mm -hmm. of these fish that have these isopods in their mouth that are consuming blood from their tongue. And it's uh, it can be more than that. The isopods can eat the tongue completely and then effectively act as the tongue. What? And then we'll feed on whatever the fish is eating. What? Could, could you yeah. imagine interviewing that isopod and being like, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a tongue. Oh, <laughs> my Lord. That's cr crazy. Yeah, this is a creepy podcast so far, Mike. Yeah, I mean, it, it only gets better, so don't worry. Okay. And then <laughs> we're going to end with a really creepy but kind of cool story. Um, so don't worry. All right, so another wasp here. Um, actually, most of these are wasps. So yeah, uh, the jewel sense. wasp, <laughs> um, which is larger than a cockroach, which is its ho preferred host, um, to gain <laughs> the way this is worded is just kind of funny. To gain its compliance, <laughs> the wasp stings it and paralyzes it. Um, and <laughs> a second venomous sting uh, to the host's head disables its um, escape reflex. So it's stung it twice. And then the wasp chews off the roach's antenna and pulls its host back to its nest where it lays its eggs um, <laughs> in the roach's stomach and in the leaves around it. And then the wasp larva hatches and feeds off of the cockroach, chewing its way into the abdomen and forming a cocoon. The larvae eventually grow to maturity within the host's body. Not only is that a zombie... But that is a creepy zombie that yeah. like uses all parts of the cockroach. All mm. parts of it. That one's a little bit gross. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's see here. Mm, there, that one's almost identical to the other one. So we'll skip that one. Oh, this one was kind of gross. All right. So it's a lancet liver fluke which is a cool name mm -hmm. going back to our naming <laughs> podcast. Um, Can we guess what it is? Yeah, go ahead. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it. Insect. Definitely insect. Okay. Um, well, you have to now. Okay, moth. It's a, it's a flatworm. Ooh. Okay. So it has, <laughs> it has a strange life cycle. It zombifies several of its hosts on its way to maturity. As an adult, the fluke thrives in the liver of grazing animals where it mates and then its eggs leave from the host body in the animal's manure. And then they have, um, sorry. Then they, that feces is consumed by a, a snail. And then after the eggs are consumed and have hatched inside the body, the snail will attempt to ward off its invaders by whaling them into cysts and coughing them up into a ball of mucus. So this what? crazy life cycle. What a life cycle. And then ants eat the mucus ball. This gets trippier. <laughs> and then the hatchling flukes will wiggle their way into the ant's brain under the command of the parasite. The ant will perch on blades of grass and wait until grazing animals to consume it. No. Allowing the fluke to complete its life cycle. Wow. All of those steps like what? have to happen precisely. That is so specific. Yes. I feel bad for the snail. You just like have to. It, well, first throw off, up these he's eating crap. Balls. Right? He ate crap. That's his fault. <laughs> 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 and second, like such a like spe very specific way that this thing. Like, I mean, it makes you think there can't be a lot of them. Mm -hmm. I wonder if my dog has one. 
But anyway, so that one was very long and kind of like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like that's too much work for me. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. A lot of travel, I guess. <laughs> a lot of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you start in the liver of a... a Grass-feeding... Mammal, usually. Yeah. And then to a snail, barfed up. They've been through it all. They've been through crap. All barf, the bodily yeah. functions. All the bodily functions. Yeah. <laughs> All to end back inside of the liver where it all started. <laughs> it's like, this gross. is where, where it all started. Gross. That's why you don't eat liver. That's right there. So you don't get a flatworm. I never eaten liver. <laughs> all right. So here's a parasite. Um, it's got a very complicated name, and I'm not going to butcher it. Martin, do you want to try? Oh. You're better at the pronunciation of it's that last one there. This last one. Oh, good. Euaplokis californiensis. I'm... Sure. Sure. He's probably that sounded great. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you're wrong. The key is confidence. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a parasite um, that undergoes also another ordeal. So horned sea snails eat the eggs of the parasitic worm. First off, snail's fault. Snails again. (laughs) Again. Mm. Um, These snails are being used. (laughs) 100%. uh, Which are found in bird droppings. After the eggs hatch, the larvae latch on to a killfish, which this is another one that's pretty crazy. Uh, once the parasite reaches the brain, they cause the killfish to wiggle and squirm to draw the attention of birds. What? The birds catch and eat the fish, and then the parasite then grow to maturity and reproduce inside the birds. I wonder if that was what I was talking about, where the fish ah, you're right. loses its um, reflex to escape. Oh. <laughs> And then the eggs are released back into the marsh once the bird poops. Yeah, Yeah, I think that is. Hmm. I tell you what, we can solve all this by just talking to the snails and telling them, guys, come on, do you really need to eat poop? (laughs) (laughs) You really want to do that? Like, think about it. Think about your actions and how they affect everybody around (laughs) you. Literally. (laughs) Um, Okay, so there's a parasitic horned worm that not only controls the mind of its host, which in this case is a cricket, but it also sends the host <laughs> to a watery grave. After oh. infecting the cricket, the hairworm grows to maturity and is able to take control of the cricket's brain. So the hairworm influences host to find water where the cricket commits suicide. Oh my. After reaching uh, reaching the water, the hairworm is able to break away and reproduce. Hmm. That is dark. Very dark. So dark. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Don't get a hairworm. No. <laughs> so th- that's like. So the worm couldn't just like leave. It, he had to like drown him. <laughs> you just right. wonder how these adaptations like have evolved. You're like, oh, we'll just take over the mind. It's fine. We're good. The yeah. more we talk about this, like the more some like, this is scary and sci-fi movies make sense. Mm. Like yeah. there's got to be so many ideas coming from these like parasitic worms. And yeah. There we go. We could just do like a whole Ooh. movie series on parasitic wasp insects and everything Mm -hmm. so the 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 grossest thing about it is is like that's it that's all they do is they just like control the brain what are they i need to know what that one's consuming i'm gonna have to go back and look Mm. right so another one if you already dislike flies you might have another reason (laughs) to further despise them (laughs) so there is one called the zombie fly it lays its eggs in worker honeybees i have heard of this one once the eggs hatch, the larvae feed on the blood of their host and then escape the body between the head and the thorax. 
How? Huh. Um, after becoming infected, the zombies are known to exhibit disoriented, abandon their hive, and to have a tendency to move toward light um, while the larvae mature. So, and then they just die, and then the whole cycle starts over again. Mm-hmm. But they can infect, like, entire hives, too. Um, and then here is one that kind of caught me off. Uh, it's a sea barnacle, and it trades its shell for a crab. <laughs> so literally, like, the whole thing. Uh, once it settles down, the female invades the unsuspecting crab, growing tendrils that reach all parts of the crab's body. And it takes over. The barnacles create a hole in the crab shell, which allows the male to enter, which eventually they lay the eggs inside. The crab ceases to mate. And under the influence of said barnacle, they protect the eggs like it's its own offspring. Hmm. Wow. That's like just getting in there and controlling it more like a puppet. Yeah. Because hmm. if you think about the tendrils, like, reach out to all parts oh. of him. Gosh, like, it makes it sound like a villain. Yeah. Like there oh, needs to be like some venom. policing like going venom. on. I was thinking Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Venom. Or like yeah. some policing or, going on. Or like, Doc, Doc Ock yeah. when his tentacles take over. That's right. Like mm-hmm. You've gone too far with the whole taking over of something. So <laughs> we're going to have to draw our line here. But I can only imagine that there's more. Have you ever, guys ever heard of that TV show, um, Monsters Inside Me? No. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, so I have heard of it. In yes. high school, I used I to watched. love that show, and that's where you learned like about tapeworms, mm-hmm. um, which people used to take willingly. Yep, to um, lose weight. Yeah. Oh no. Um, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's an American thing. It's an yeah, an American <laughs> thing. Sadly, yep. very true. So yeah, they used to sell them in like a pill form, mm-hmm. and then um, they would also sell the the pill to you that made it detach essentially. What? The decade was this? It was uh, probably in like the 50s and 60s. Yeah, it was years ago. And I want to know, when were those isopods in, um, discovered? Because if they were discovered in the 50s, I'm sure they would commercialize them too. Uh, <laughs> you you think you need tongue? a tongue? Yeah. You don't need a tongue when you can have one <laughs> right there. Right. So the only bad thing is, as a human, if you had one of those on your tongue, like mm. you could pull it off. Poor fish can't do that. Mm, true. Yeah. Little flipper, stuck. flippers aren't big enough. little Nemo Nemo fin alright guys so to kind of lighten up the mood of this podcast that has been kind of sad um, we're going to talk about Halloween movies and Halloween candy alright so we'll start with candy first alright we're going to go around everyone's top two candies ooh top two Mm. Cheryl I love your jacket by the way thank you okay do chocolates count as candies yes okay That's made it tougher. I know. <laughs> um, we're going to have Molly go first. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Well, I, I separate my chocolate and my candies, but my favorite chocolate is Twix, uh, the Twix candy bars, mm-hmm. the little ones. And my favorite candy, um, I really like like uh, peach rings, but you don't see those very much anymore. Those are so good. Barf. So like good. Those. <laughs> 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 I've never heard of them. No. It's an American thing. He's going to give us some wild candy that we didn't even know (laughs) existed. All right, Cheryl, you're (laughs) up. Um, Let's see. Hmm. I really like peanut butter cups. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's another candy or chocolate that the Reese's company makes. Um, It's called Nutrageous. Have you heard of those? It's a candy bar with chocolate and peanuts. And then in the middle is the Reese peanut butter cup. 
It's so good. And like caramel. It's kind of like Snickers with peanut butter in it. Mm. Sounds good. It's so good. But I don't see it as much anymore. Mm. So when I raid my kid's candy bag, that's what, <laughs> I, that's what I look for. Taken. Yes. So, yeah. All right, Martin. Um, I'm a sucker for peanut M&Ms. I, I could have, no matter what size bag it is, I could finish it in one go. Those are so I good. don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't care. Yeah, that bag is being finished right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one I want to sh- give a shout out to, like, I think it was a couple years ago. He's um, going right for the shout no, out. No, no, no. <laughs> um, um, I took loads of pumpkin flavored Kit Kats back to the UK. And my dad even mentioned it yesterday when I spoke to him. Like He loved those pumpkin flavored Kit Kats. Did he? And he wanted me to bring some more back. <laughs> Hold up. I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm. So Kit Kats come in like an obscene mm-hmm. number of flavors, yeah. but we just don't do them a lot in our country. Mm-hmm. But like in Japan, you can yeah. buy like 32 different flavors everywhere. What? Is yeah. Like matcha flavored. Yep. How do you Kit guys Kats. eat Kit Kats? Layer by layer. Like piece by one by one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I have just to break it. You do not bite into it. Like I, a candy I do. Bar. I just <laughs> eat the whole thing. <gasps> Really? Why? Why? That's just a waste of time. Oh. You guys have seen me eat. <laughs> like I waste zero time eating. That's food. like with like nutter butter bars. If you just like take that sucker and bite into it, you're supposed to pull the little layers apart. Yeah, right? you're not. <laughs> yes, you, yes. Layer by layer. People are psycho evaluating you, Mike. I know they are. Okay, so when you guys get the little bite-sized Snickers, yeah, do you eat it in one bite? Or do you take two bites? Depends on my mood. Okay, my wife takes like two or three bites and it drives me insane. It's called bite size. Bite size, size, that's true. Just eat the Mm. thing. The fun size, Mm. you can get two or more bites in. Yeah, that's a one. One and done. (laughs) I can eat an entire (laughs) Snickers bar in two bites. Cheryl, you've also seen me eat a donut in one bite. That's (laughs) true. So I I believe it. Yes, I believe it. All right. So Martin's got his. Okay. My favorite two candies, number one, because I'm 95 years old, is a payday. Mm. Those are pretty good. My father-in-law has also told me that if you mix candy corn, which we'll talk about here in a second, where's candy? <laughs> it, <laughs> um, if you mix that and peanuts, it tastes like a payday. I was just going to say that. Mm. That's what I've heard, and I want to try it. I will not put candy corn in my mouth. I'm just going to make that <laughs> very clear right now. But uh, <laughs> if it tastes like a payday and that's one of your favorites, will you try it? Children don't know what a payday is. I don't know what a payday is. Mike announced it oh, on Friday. True. And three different children looked at him like, what's a payday? <laughs> so it's basically <laughs> nougat with peanuts around it. Okay. I don't like chocolate that much. So like nougat with peanuts, it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's an old man candy. It is an old man candy. Um, and then I would probably say either... Sour Patch Kids or Sour Gummy Worms. Mm. I like those. Oh, those are good, too. Yeah. Those are good. I like the weird tingly it gives you in the back of your mouth. Oh, Not the rotting the of the teeth, but the, <laughs> the like, kind of makes the you, like, pucker. Like, yeah. Yeah. The kind of makes your jaws hurt. Do you care for raisinets? Ooh. I, I will eat them if they're available. I would eat them. I mm. love them. Totally yeah. forgot. That's my honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> that are Mr. Good Bars. Or it's Goobers. Kind of, Goobers. Oh my gosh, mm. Goobers. Best name for a candy. Do you just know so what I, we're talking about, Martin? No idea. Oh my God. So <laughs> we all know Martin is our token Brit. <laughs> he knows like none of these things. Raisinets are chocolate covered raisins. Okay. They're good. Uh, mm-hmm. Goobers are chocolate covered peanuts. What was the other one? Mr. Good Bar. That's just chocolate and peanuts just, mixed together. Yeah. Okay. In a Hershey bar, basically. It's very good. Very good. But um, you don't like Hershey's. 
I don't know why anyone would like Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that hurt. I think we're just spoiled in the UK because we have dairy milk and Cadbury's and both are a million times better than Hershey's. Cadbury. Mm. I've never had dairy milk. I don't think you get it here, but yeah. Cadbury's I know is you can get that here now, can't you? Will you mm-hmm. bring it back yep. when you go to the UK? Sure. I'll just, if you write me a list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can bring loads of different candies back, actually, now that <gasps> I think about it. That, I'm going to do that. We could do that and then like an Easter podcast of that's happening. candy. That's happening. Yes. Yeah, that's that, a good that one. sounds awesome. Where we sit and try it in real time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a cool idea. Good job, Martin. <laughs> All right. So worst candies. Two worst. Go. Mm, circus peanuts. Yes. They are it's trash. styrofoam. Why they still even sell them? <laughs> Tippy agrees. He yeah. just gave me a look, <laughs> and he said, "Yes." They're basically packing peanuts. <laughs> they <laughs> are. What? How they still? It was, do you remember those Necco wafer things? Oh Ugh. yeah, I heard, I listened to a podcast about them. There used to be rations during the war. Oh. <sighs> They're another one that almost went extinct and should have. Mm, I've yeah. never tried them. Yeah, it's like chalk, eating chalk. Yeah. Yeah, but circus peanuts probably. More people have choked and died from eating them than <laughs> there have been people who've been happy about it. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think of another one. Hmm. I don't like gobstoppers that much. Yeah, that's a that's a runts. Runts. Oh, Kippy's yeah. over behind us while we're filming. He's like, your runts are terrible. Like, who eats that stuff? nerds yeah he just said runts are oddly shaped jawbreakers yeah he's he's right (laughs) all right molly your two least favorite well candy corn is like Mm. pops into my brain it doesn't taste good it's there's something wishy-washy just about it in general not knowing what it is i don't make one make candy corn Um, out of pumpkins too like pumpkin candy corn you know what i'm talking about oh yeah 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 the pumpkin shaped ones yeah they're trash too yeah I don't know. The only other candy or like thing like that that I don't really like at all are like peeps really gross me out. Oh, even though I they're just like marshmallow. That's not really Halloween, but like those should not exist anymore. Oh. I hate peeps too. Yeah. Yeah. Martin? Um, I don't know if you have them here. Um, in the UK, we have um, a chocolate. It's like a coconut chocolate covered in, well, a coconut candy covered in chocolate called Bounty. I hate those. I, I just <laughs> like an Almond Joy? I guess it would be, yeah. Or mounds. Oh. Yeah, I've not had those, but they look like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then Hershey's, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, you might have just lost some fans. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to assume you're never going to Hershey Park. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's not the milk chocolate for you. So um, my two least favorite, candy corn. So that one is the worst um, by far. And then I would probably say... Um, I hate things that like really, really stick to your teeth, like Laffy Taffy mm. and stuff like that. It drives mm. me nuts. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, all right. So, <laughs> gross candies. Um, we should just eliminate them, especially candy corn. All right. Yeah. Best Halloween movie. You only get one. Mm. Actually, I'll give you two. But if one of them doesn't land on your list, we're going to fight. <laughs> 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 Martin, you go first. Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Okay, um, yep, that's, that's a good, a good one. one. Mm. I consider that like a, th- a three seasons movie. It could be watched Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas. Either mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and the music's so good in that. Yeah. So good. All right, what's your two? Mm, come back to me with the second one. <laughs> All right, Cheryl? I'm not, I'm not a scary movies person, but... I have two young kids, so they like to watch animated uh, movies. And a more recent movie is the Hotel Transylvania mm. series. Oh, those are those good. are really cute and funny. So I like those a lot. Adam Sandler plays the vampire. He does. Yeah, <laughs> I love Adam Sandler. So yes, they're all really it's they're all really funny. Those are cute. Yeah, I've seen those. All right, what's your other one? Or just all of those? I think all of those. Yeah, I like them. All right. Um, every Halloween I watch Hocus Pocus and it never gets old. Oh, I hit the wrong, wrong button. button. <laughs> I was like really upset. <laughs> That's what I meant to hit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's classic. You it have to watch it. One. I'm honestly going to be a little sad if when they do a reboot, because the original is just what? so good. They're not gonna. I hope not. I'll fight every, I will. I'll, no. I mean, it's Disney. They're rebooting everything. Yeah. They're like remaking everything. No. So I thought I. <laughs> I thought I saw somewhere where there is going to be yeah. some sort of reboot. There are rumors. Hocus Pocus next mm. year, but like with um, the original actors. Oh, okay. Then that makes me okay. Yeah. A reboot or like a sequel? Uh, As if it's the original actors. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It, it better I be. I don't know. Mm. Mm. But love that one. And then I love scary movies, and I watch, like, horror all season long. But my favorite scary movie is The Conjuring. Spooky one. So I like Hocus Pocus also. And then um, I would probably say uh, the, the either Chucky or the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Both of those are good. I like that little creepy doll just... Something makes me so smile. So spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that really horrifying baby doll. <laughs> Martin, you said you've never seen Hocus Pocus, right? I have seen it, um, but only like one and a half times. Yeah. yeah. One and a half. Yeah. I mean, we were around, a, uh, we had a Halloween party a few years back and it was on, but yeah, I didn't watch yeah. it in full. My oh. husband never watched Hocus Pocus and he watched it for the first time last year. He didn't. He doesn't get the hype. He's like, "What is this movie?" He's like watching it. I'm like, "Oh, this is <laughs> right, <laughs> right." <laughs> so we'll have to watch it again and just make him like it. Those Halloween Town movies on Disney were good too. Yeah. When I was a kid, they're not as good now that my kids watch them. I'm like, "Wow, these are not the best." But, but as a kid, they were pretty was, good. Yeah, good. yeah, I remember those. Yeah. All right, cool. A little bit creepy and dreary, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's spooky time. Make so. sure you yeah. don't get a liver fluke, or else. Basically, more you'll of be the story: trouble. don't eat poop. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> don't yes. be a snail and don't eat poop. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time.